attention to the weather and the gas prices things have changed i know man all right let's get it started we're missing all this good content i know we'll put it in the blooper reel for the fans (laughs) (laughs) what's going on youtube what's going on google podcast spotify (laughs) apple podcast wherever podcasts can be found uh you're listening to the inaugural the pilot episode of mobcast Mind our business, not mind your business, mind our business, because this is about us, not about you, but it is about you, it's about the fans. Uh, I'm one half of your host, uh, your other half right here, my boy JB, to my right, to my left, I don't know, he's on the internet, uh, yeah, so this is the first podcast, I guess uh, we're just going to talk about some stuff, maybe some music, games, movies, life. Anything really, anything goes, except Rickson, this episode. Pour one up, pour one up for Rickson. He's not dead. Ours go up, not dead, but he will be if he doesn't join this podcast soon, so. (laughs) But yeah, that's, uh, we're getting started. What do you you think? What what do you think we we should tell him to get started? Uh, I think that they should expect authenticity. Um, they kind of get a little bit of a glimpse into who we are as a person, um, kind of what's going on with our lives and definitely entertainment because obviously we're here to do this, Mm -hmm. uh, to talk about what we love and hopefully it relates to everyone else listening. Um, but yeah, hopefully they like it. Um, we're definitely doing this because, uh, kind of for fun um because we like to talk about a lot of the stuff and we thought why not let's throw it out there and if people like it and maybe it gets them through their day um if they're on their way to work um that'll be ideal in the car in the car or if they just kind of you know just need to have an easy listen Uh, just something simple to brighten up their day definitely i think that's the uh, upside they should look forward to. Sweet. Man, I'm I'm really excited to just talk about stuff. You know, it's it's gonna be nice to document the things that we talk about. We got some group chats going and there's a lot of lost conversations in there. So hopefully we can make up for that. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Uh what do you think? We can get in our first topic. What do you think? I think they're today right. I think on the on the sketch we got uh Obviously, WandaVision. WandaVision just came out. We're both some big Marvel fans, so that's exciting. Um, We got the NBA season is underway. We're like a couple months in now, so we got some cool stuff. We got got, uh, some big news. We got the Harden trade. We'd like to talk about that, maybe give you some early predictions. And at the end, maybe we'll give you our – I think we'll give you our top five NBA players right now. Not necessarily top five. Uh, in the league, maybe we can do that too. But uh, I was thinking top five favorites are must watch or are just our favorites for whatever reason, you know. Brandon Ingram on 2K18 for me, man. Come on. <laughs> and early, early disclaimer you can obviously disagree with our takes. Uh, we are all not alike. 
Um, but this is what hit us up in the comments. Yeah, hit us up in the comments. Um, podcasts are for debates as well. Um, we like to hear your thoughts and your opinions as well. WandaVision. JB, you watched it. I did. Your opinion first, my opinion. What do you think? What do you think? Um, do you hate it like Rickson? Because I, I loved it. But. No, I, I loved it a lot. Um, I'm I glad you said that. I didn't know what to expect because just from watching the reviews uh, and like kind of the trailer, I didn't, I didn't get why they were making it seem like an old TV show. I was super confused by that. Um, and I didn't know how long it was going to last. I thought it might've been just yeah. for the whole first episode, but they did carry it on to the next. Um, also, if anyone hasn't seen the episode yet or episodes yet, Pause Stop it right this. now. Pause this podcast. Pause, pause it and then come because <laughs> this is all spoilers. <laughs> come back um, to like halfway through the podcast, please. Yes. Yeah. But we definitely want you to come back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that the old timey thing was going to be done right after the first episode. They kept going. Um, I like how slow it's moving. Um, I usually don't like slow moving things, to be honest. Um, but I know that Marvel are. And the people that work there are geniuses and they yeah. know what they're doing. Um, and it's obviously easier for me to get into because I know so much about the, like, the kind of the world of Marvel. As we'll I'm, have to rank the MCU movies someday. Hey, I got that list. So that's a whole that. episode. Yeah, that's a whole episode. But <laughs> um, yeah, like, tell it was slow moving. Um, Yeah, I did love it though because they were dropping little things throughout the show. Yeah. Um, very interesting. Obviously, there's always foreshadowing when it comes to that stuff. So, yeah. Kind of see what they were portraying in the foreshadowing. Um, But yeah, what were your thoughts on it? Because I have some predictions as to where it's going. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that after what what your thoughts were on it. Man, I'm not going to lie. I didn't really know what to think going into it. I mean, I, I, I had watched about every trailer you could watch, and they're all about the same thing, just yeah. shuffled for to give you 30 seconds of content. And there, uh, now that I've watched the two episodes, I'm like, man, a lot of the stuff, excuse me, that was in the trailers hasn't come in yet. So they did actually show us a decent amount in the trailers while keeping everything hidden. You know, after brushing up on some of the comic stuff, I'm very excited. You know, I, I honestly, I loved it. Um, the 50s, 60s thing they got going. I also found out that the first episode is in the 50s and the second is in the 60s. And oh. they're in a different room. Like the house is different from episode one to two. I didn't even realize that, to be honest, yeah. at the start. But all yeah, the characters are the same. I, I recognize that. I did. Yeah. I just thought like, it might have been Well, like... Adia actually recognized that. Adia, friend of the pod, friend of me, significant other. You know what it is. Probably mention her quite a bit on the pod. You know what it is. Freddy Kitty, you know, that's that's the cat. Fred, shout out Fred. Uh, if you're listening, uh, please go back to bed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I really like the first two episodes. I, I really want to dive right into speculation and all this yeah. stuff. Because, man, like the first thing I got to say is sword. Like from the very start. Well, not from the very start, from the end of the first episode onward, Sword was teased. And I didn't know anything about Sword till I listened to 
this podcast. Uh, shout out MCU in review. Uh, this is one of my favorite podcasts. I can't lie. Definitely my favorite podcast. Actually, I listen to them all the time. Other than the JJ Reddick one, that's tough. I love that podcast. But they were talking about Sword. And in the comics, like we're very familiar with S.H.I.E.L.D. We've had like 13 years with S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. But Sword is like the whole universe component of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like S.H.I.E.L.D. is just to protect the Earth. But Sword is like humans trying to go out in the universe. So that little sword emblem and that guy at the end who's like writing on the paper yeah. as he's watching the TV. Like, I think some people are like, oh, the episode's done. But like, he's like writing on and they got the sword thing on the computer. Like, that is not a coincidence, especially because the next episode, we get that helicopter that comes in with the sword on it, yeah. which is actually just crazy because, and the other thing, okay, I'm jumping topics here, but colors, the only colors you see are red yeah. at the first. And yeah. everything is red. Like the helicopter is red. The blood on the girl's hand in the second episode is red. Scarlet Witch's outfit's red, which makes sense because in the comics she's red. Obviously, Vision has a little yellow on there. And they have the whole colors of the room. He's obviously red. But, like, every time and, – and the toaster in the first episode, the toaster commercial, the light is red on the toaster. Everything's red. Interesting. That is colored. And, you know, we got – actually, first episode, we got the toaster commercial, which was Stark Industries. Yeah. Second episode, we got the watch commercial, you, which was Hydra. But did you think it was weird? Because in the Tony Stark commercial, it was for 2000, the year 2000. So it doesn't, what? it said Tony, Wait. Unless, unless the toaster was called Tony Stark 2000. I think it was Tony Stark 2000 or something like that, or uh, Toastmaster thought, or something 2000 or something. I thought that meant the year 2000. That's why I was confused. But it might have just been called that, the toaster was called that. Well, I mean, I, I was thinking like from the black and white and how they were dressed that these guys were in this time. But I think honestly, this commercial thing, I think they're going to give us one commercial per episode that hints at something. Yeah. Because I actually heard on the podcast that watch that said Hydra on it. Um, it said, um, oh, what was the name? That Hydra guy that screwed with Wanda. It's on the watch. The name of that guy is on the okay. watch. And so... Like oh. they were basically saying, yeah, they were basically saying that the two names that show up are Tony's name and this guy's name. And these are the two people that screwed with Wanda the most or whatever. I mean, obviously Stark Industries and Hydra are at odds too, but that's just crazy. Like, okay, I haven't even got into the craziest thing that I, that I thought from the episodes, but I don't know. Should we rein it in a little bit and just talk episode um, to episode for a sec? But I don't know. I want to... <sighs> I want to jump into my biggest speculation, which I okay, okay. definitely could be wrong, but it would be okay, wrong. okay. It's what came to my head. So jumping into the second episode, um, when Wanda was talking to was it Dottie? Was her name Dottie? the blonde girl? Yeah, is it or Dottie the white hair girl? Dottie, like, yeah. Yeah, Dottie. yeah, yeah, Dottie. When she was talking to Dottie, and then through the radio is like they were saying like, "What's going on with Wanda?" So my speculation because especially with okay so the biggest thing was hearing that and then when she heard it again when the guy came out of the uh pothole or tunnel whatever um it said it again and then it reversed back so it didn't make that decision okay I, yeah, yeah i personally the bees out of the tunnel was the craziest thing that yeah. happened in both yeah. episodes that was the wildest thing to me yeah i personally think that Wanda and Vision are captured right now and they're unconscious. Yeah. 
I personally think they're unconscious and they're either trying to get information from them somehow or they're trying to keep them unconscious because you notice how like they've rearranged and reversed her back because I think she was figuring out something. Yeah. When it went back and like all the color came, it was very distracting. It distracted them. And just yeah. in that moment. Yeah, I get that. I get so that. That's my speculation. And then obviously it comes to the end of the episode where the guy is on the TV, kind of like creating this TV show. Yeah. So that's what kind of what it was in my mind. Obviously, that could be wrong. That's why it's called a speculation. But that's kind of what came to my mind. Like, I personally think that they're unconscious right now. And it is in modern day, but this is what's going on in Wanda and Vision's head right now. They've what they've kind of created with them. Yeah, you see, like I took it kind of like that, kind of different. Like, like Kevin Feige, the producer of the MCU or whatever, when want when Elizabeth Olsen signed on to be Wanda in Age of Ultron, he got her to read uh, the House of M comic series, and in that comic series. Uh, to just give a brief overview, it's nuts. Anyways, if you don't know, Wanda's dad is Magneto. That's why I've been watching X-Men movies lately. Because oh. her dad is Magneto in the comics. Also, she's supposed to be Jewish. They skipped that. But anyways, um, and Magneto grew up in the Holocaust, watched his parents die. And then he doesn't trust humans because he thinks humans want to wipe out all the mutants and whatever. So anyways, Magneto is a bad guy, but he's also kind of sympathetic. But at the same time, uh, you got in the House of M series, Wanda is going through grief, which in the MCU, we got grief because her brother died, Vision died, she has nobody, right? Mm. And so, like, in the House of M series, she creates her own reality, but she's not the only one creating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also, um, what's his name? Uh, Mephisto, yeah, which is like the Satan of the Marvel Universe who's tampering with this reality. And basically, like, she's creating her that, and she's so powerful that in the House of M series, the Avengers and the X-Men and Fantastic Four all team up to try to stop her. So because of that, some people think that they're trying to adapt this story and she's going to be the next villain of the next Avengers movie. But after some speculation and, like, some stuff I've watched, I think they may try to stop her. But I think that's already kind of happening. Like, I think S.W.O.R.D. is trying to intervene and trying to get her out. But... With them saying who's doing this to you, Wanda, makes me think that um, what's the name Mephisto is involved. And there's a couple there's a couple evidences for this. First thing is um, we have uh, Agnes, who is Wanda's friend. In the comics, Wanda has a mentor named Agatha Harkness, and her nickname is Agnes. Okay, that's not a coincidence. That's definitely Agatha Harkness. Come on, that's definitely Agatha Harkness. So the second thing, also side note, the black woman in episode two, yeah, uh, Geraldine. Yeah. So a couple things I didn't notice that I got from a podcast yeah. and that I listened to was that she is cast in Captain Marvel two as a hero. The same actor. Wow. So how did she get in this simulation? I'm just calling it a simulation because that's what I think it is. That's what I think it is too. Yeah, and yeah. so when i didn't notice this but when wanda asks her her name she pauses and then she's like uh geraldine right so i think that's not her name and i think that's her name in this simulation but also it seems like a small thing and just like a funny joke there's a lot of funny honestly all the jokes hit like in a classic sitcom way there aren't 
when um, Dottie is meeting with them and they, and she says the devil's in the details, right? Agnes turns to Wanda and she says, that's not the only place the devil is. Yeah. Which could be just taken as a simple joke, but Mephisto is the devil of Marvel. You know what I mean? What and, were you going to say? And in the trailer, because he didn't show it in the episode. But okay. Remember in the trailer when Agnes found out that Vision was uh, an Avenger? Oh, no. I don't that's really remember, to be honest. That's in the trailer. I'm going to have to watch it again. Not the trailer the probably makes more sense now. It, because Agnes is in the car. And she somehow finds out that Vision is like part of Marvel or an Avenger. And then yeah, yeah. She, there's a witch hat and she starts laughing. Okay. She is a witch in the comments, comics, but she's a good guy. She like trains. Wanda. That wasn't in the episodes. So I was super curious because I was in the trailer. That's coming. I know. So I was oh. like, that's super. Because I was waiting for something to happen with Agnes the next two episodes, or the first two episodes, because of that trailer, but nothing happened. So that that's really interesting that you brought those things up because I was yeah, I was super. Oh, that's actually that's actually crazy. Mm -hmm. You see, there's a couple hints, right? Like when Dottie, like the scene that you brought up with the radio, when Dottie is talking to Wanda, she's like, um. Like, I, I've heard about you. I've heard about you and your husband, right? And she's like, I assure you, we mean no harm. And she's like, I don't believe you. Yeah. And it's like creepy, like in the first episode, yeah. how when they're like, stop him, stop it, stop it. And then stop it, right? Like, that's so creepy. That is not a normal thing. Like, and I think maybe every episode will have a creepy moment like that. And just like how she breaks the glass and then like cuts her hand. Yeah. And then the I radio kinda, explodes. Yeah, I kind of like how the show has like these eerie moments almost like it's yeah like a, almost like a horror like movie feel. it's, it's weird. weird it's weird man but i like it a lot it's yeah very intriguing it it's weird like, you in. you're like like what is going on because <laughs> yeah. like the stop it part i was like i was freaked out i was like i don't know what's going on i know <laughs> the way that she looks at her when she's like i don't believe you and oh yeah and then after the radio explodes she's like who are you what is going on who are you right there's so many it. who are you's it's so cool yeah and then but this is the one thing i could not wait to talk about tonight <laughs> over and over what do they say in episode two over and over to the point where it's like a cult for the children for the children for the children and at the end of the episode what is wanda <laughs> wanda is no children right yeah you would think if it was a normal life you'd see kids right they have a community meeting and there's no kids is that yeah. weird kind of Talent yeah i think so like school but there's no kids there's no school yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like man it's weird and how everybody says for the children in unison like that that creeps me out but this is the thing with mephisto he wants wanda's kids in the comics he wants to take them so okay. that's the thing is like wanda's pregnant at the end so part of this i think it's a combination of wanda's creating this reality to kind of process her grief but at the same time, Mephisto, now, whether they go with Mephisto or some modified version of him, or I don't know, but yeah. I can see some kind of like satanic weird thing that is like manipulating this. And the for the children thing to me seems like he's trying to intervene with this reality to get her kids and steal, right? Because Vision can't have a kid. Yeah. Which and in really the comics... 
Or sorry. Uh, I was saying, which is really interesting when it comes to yeah. the reversing point. Because it was like a, the first reaction was like a bad reaction. And the second reaction was more better and made it more peaceful. So, like, it's a better, smoothly operated, like, uh, process of the pregnancy with the yeah. kids to make sure that they're going to have those kids. And Ag- Agnes asked her over and over, why don't you have kids yet? Yeah. That was like, but I thought Agnes question. is on LaWanda's side, but. I don't know. I'm a little confused, but yeah, I get it. I'm a little confused with two. I don't know. I know that she's going to be a a decent role in the show. I just don't. She seems like she'll be a friend. I don't know. The way the trailer made it seem like it made it seem like it wasn't a good. She's weird. I don't know. But also with Geraldine, when they're accepting the award, she's like, okay, I have to ask like one second I'm backstage. Then I'm in this box. What happened? And then Vision, like he's not gum drunk anymore or whatever. So he's like, he's like a, a magician never tells the secrets, uh, yeah. but his assistant might. And she's like, and I'm not talking. And then Geraldine says, I think she says, you might have to quote me, but I think she says, I thought you might say that. Or, yeah, she said those words, yep. Which is like, to me, I'm like, it's funny because on one side, you could just take these as normal sitcom things. But on the other side, I'm like, but Marvel's like that they're i'm like i'm like yo like i think she might know she's in a simulation a little bit you know like like these people are really skeptical which is vision and reverse part because i think she was starting to seem like okay something's weird something's yeah that was like the first thing that didn't seem like a normal life when she saw that yeah and the helicopter and so once that happened it reversed back and she just forgot about it right yeah that's so weird, man. But like the the other thing I was gonna say was that in the comics, Wanda's kids, because she can't, you know, have a kid normally with vision, they have her DNA, but they also have a bit of Mephisto because he was screwing with them. So in the comics, her kids are like super powerful. And I actually didn't read up on what happens to them afterwards, but I think Mephisto tries to take them, use their power, whatever. Maybe he's trying to use them against the Avengers. And maybe, I mean, she just randomly got pregnant. So maybe they grow up like automatically. And like, you're looking at like young Avengers right away, yeah. <laughs> which almost leads into that. You see that video I sent to the group chat? Like that's, that's one of the next things I want to talk about. Cause uh, actually I didn't, I don't think. they predict Marvel's plan to be for the next six years. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you it, if I hate, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it, it, it makes end game look like the warm up. It makes Endgame look like the warm-up, man. Well, I mean, it kind of has to. I mean, it was. I'm I'm mind blown. That's Marvel, man. It's insane. How <laughs> I have no idea. Is. It's insane because like, they made they made well Stan Lee made so many different avenues. He made so many characters. Like, I I can't believe the guy created so many characters. Like he made he made it possible to make so many different like avenues and wow moments that like it'll all lead to in the end and it's crazy because it all comes together it's just insane my one question for me is what are they going to do about not having a captain america and an iron man because they don't die in the comics now i trust them there's enough heroes and i I, i'm not worried about that at all i just don't know what they're going to do about it you know because i don't know if they're going to make falcon into captain america but Kevin Feige basically confirmed that they're getting really close to the X-Men. 
and that's coming. And I mean, I see it with WandaVision. Like, it really seems like that, especially with Magneto being her dad, supposedly, Mm -hmm. you know, and like having an X-Men team. But in this video, they were talking about having a young Avengers team, having uh, the new Avengers team, like, and the Fantastic Four being connected to all of that and just all of that tying together. Like they said, Galactus, uh, Kang the Conqueror, which Kang the Conqueror is one character I don't know much about. Galactus, I barely know anything about. I know he eats worlds or whatever. Galactus because of the yeah. Thanos comic I have. Oh, okay, and yeah, I yeah. The big book, Galactus is like a big part of that. Would you say he's more powerful than Thanos? No, because Thanos beats him. <laughs> well, oh. well, in that, in that like theory, because that theory is based off how Thanos wins in Endgame instead of the Avengers. Oh, okay, okay. Galactus would be Galactus would be more powerful than the Avengers in that route. Yeah, Galactus was like the like like big guy, and then yeah, that makes sense. Man, I just like if we ever got an Avengers versus X-Men movie, but the thing that that video was talking about was them building up to secret wars, which was like a big comic thing. Like, like Marvel almost went bankrupt at the end of the eighties, start of the nineties. And then they released these comics, civil war. That was when civil war came out. And that's when secret wars, I believe secret wars might've been before that. I'm going to have to fact check that, but they sold the rights to a bunch of their characters to like Fox and Sony, and they're still recovering. Like they literally just got the rights back to Mm X-Men. That's why we haven't had them yet. (laughs) Like Dark Phoenix was the last Fox movie and that just came out 2019. So like it literally took them this long to get the rights back. And even Spider-Man, they still share rights. Yeah, which I'm glad they got it back because, like, I haven't really followed a lot of X-Men because I just, like, it wasn't... Me neither. <laughs> Not till yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad that they got it back because I know that they'll do it right. Yeah. It's entertaining, honestly, the mutant storyline. I just haven't had a reason to get into it. I loved X-Men First Class today. The first X-Men movie shows a little age. It's, it's from the year 2000. It's all right. I mean, one of my favorite Spider-Man movie is 2002, but you know, I, I always love that yeah. classic, but uh, yeah, man, very exciting. I know. I know. It's, there's, it's exciting stuff. I'm not gonna lie. We could go on and on about Marvel stuff. There's just so much to talk about, but I think for the main part, WandaVision is probably wrapped up i know there's probably a bit more but we we covered i think a lot of yeah i think we covered it for today i think it's opening yeah i'm looking forward to next episode for sure i am yeah me too i think i think next i think next episode will kind of reveal a bit more than the first two episodes i hope they blow it open it'll start moving quicker for sure i think it'll be one more episode where it's like not everything is revealed yeah yeah as you see right yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably, I'm gonna watch another X Men movie soon because I, I just, I want to, I want to see the connections. I'm, I'm super excited to see how these characters relate. And Deadpool's in the MCU now, so, yeah. and they got to keep the same actor. And the rumor has it Daredevil's in the MCU, and they got to keep the same actor. Which, if that's true, then they would keep the same ones from Luke Cage, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. I know nothing about Iron Fist or Jesse Jones, but anyways, it's going to be interesting. Punisher and Luke Cage are cool, so. Yeah. All right. What do you say? I I think we should switch it up.
Basketball? I think we should. A sport? Some jock stuff? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. We got boys and jock straps. What? We can get a little bit nerdy. We can get a little bit douchey. Hey, versatile. (laughs) Hit us up. Mobcast. Mobcast. That's what we do. Um, Start us off. Start off with the James Harden trade. What were your initial? No, James Harden got traded. No. Yeah, you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) What were your initial thoughts when you heard the news? Were you? Uh, My initial thoughts. I was super surprised he went to the Nets mm-hmm. and I was surprised that it happened, but yeah. not as surprised as I was that he went to the Nets, to be honest, even though that was the big rumor. But my first reaction, once I saw the details were that the Rockets got shafted, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I don't think they got enough. Now getting Dante Exum was good. Victor Oladipo obviously is a good player. He's obviously a good player, but We've seen him get traded for a superstar before, and it didn't go well. He got traded for Paul George. Remember that? <laughs> and he, they didn't get a lot out of him. He was good. Like, he averaged 20 that one year, but, like, Harden's different. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you averaged 20 one year. Like, okay, Devontae Graham did that last year. Congratulations. Like, sorry, I'm being harsh on uh, Mobcast. Sorry, Victor Oladipo, if you're listening. Um, I'm not listening. <laughs> Man, I just thought the Rockets would have got a little more. But maybe they got desperate, you know? It seemed like he was tearing the locker room apart. I don't know. Yeah. I think for me, well, first off, my initial thought was, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy that those three on the same team. Like, I just didn't – well, I never thought I'd see James Harden and Durant on the same team ever again. That's Um, crazy. And the year before, we had Harden and Westbrook together. Like, OKC back to – So weird. NBA's Um, wild, man. I know. But that was my initial thought. And then also, I just wish – I do feel bad for the Rockets. Um, now, we might change our mind depending Maybe. on how the draft picks go. John Wall's all right. That too, but I just mean about the draft picks. Like, And we won't yeah. know for years to come. That's like wait, like that's just something you have to wait yeah. on. But I, it sucks. After hearing that the could have got Ben Simmons – it's I mean, like, even beyond that, I'm just like, I don't know how they didn't get Karis LeVert and Jared Allen. Yeah. I would have been like, good trade. If they got Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, and a pick, I'd be like, great trade. Yeah. That's With good. Yeah. I'm like, but yeah. Jared Allen went to the Cavs, who already have 400 centers. Yeah. <laughs> and then Karis LeVert went to Indiana before his kidney burst open or whatever the frick happened. Yeah. So everybody lost this trade. I'm sorry, except Brooklyn, I guess. Yeah, I, but, I don't know how. But... <laughs> I, I don't know. Man, the internet was split. People were like roasting Brooklyn. They were like, yo, there's only one basketball. How are you going to fit all these divas in one locker room? And then, I don't know. But the other half was like, man, this team's dangerous. I don't know what half I'm on, to be honest. I'm well, somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say the same thing because there's like two sides of me. There's like the entertainment side of me was like, this is going to be amazing watching these three people on the same team. Like that's crazy. Yeah. There's the second nice tonight. Side. Yeah. And then second side of me is like, I want to see this fall apart because <laughs> how is this going to work? They're also bald. Yeah. Now I don't have, I miss the warriors. Issues. Yeah. I don't. <sighs> that's another time. That's another time. That's, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have said it. I know we both miss the warriors. Yeah, but... I know. Um, They're all right, though. They're okay. Yeah. I 
I don't have any issues with Durant. He's shown yeah, that no. he can be a team player. Don't have issues with him. James Harden's interesting because he he will play well. Eighty five. Him and Chris Paul would have made the finals that year, probably. Yeah, but it's interesting how they never got through because yeah. essentially without Durant, the Nets are this are pretty much similar team as the teams he's played on the like past years. Yeah, Not I'd say so. Difference. Because he had a good point guard for the last few years. He would have had Kyrie. And Kyrie, I don't think, would work as well as Chris Paul would have with James Harden. No. And so it's like the only difference, obviously, is Durant. And I'm not saying they're not a good team. They're an incredible team. They're definitely going to get out of the East if they can figure out. If they don't get out of the East, I'm going to be very surprised, probably. There's a problem. Something will go wrong. I don't want to see anything bad happen to my boy Steve Nash. That's that's Canada right there, you know. Yeah, Broadcasting from Canada. The exactly. Mobcast is Canadian. Exactly. We wear um, our flags. Yes, exactly. But I don't know. I I'm excited to see how it'll go. I personally am not a big fan of Kyrie. Um I can't stand I got, him. I got two opinions on Kyrie. But <laughs> I will say he is amazing to watch. Whenever he yeah. plays, he is I think he's the best ball handler of all time. Yeah, he's definitely up there. Um, yeah. But, but, yeah, I don't know what's going up with him. I think they just kind of need to bring him back in. Be like, yo, like, there might honestly be something seriously going on in his life. Um, there could be. I don't honestly. So, I mean, oh, so, he's so quiet about it. But, and here's where I think you might be thinking of as well. And I watched a video of Charles Barkley and Stephen A. I think it was released yesterday. Mm. Charles Barkley was saying, like, you don't have to necessarily tell the media, but at least tell your coach. I I heard somebody told me today that he did tell Steve Nash, but I don't understand that. If he told Steve Nash, then how did all this happen, you know? Yeah. Like, did he tell Steve Nash to be hush-hush, or did he not tell Steve Nash? Like, He might have. It definitely is possible, but, like, it could I don't get it. But, like, Charles Barkley's point was, like, you can't, like, this is, like, what if it was just, like, any other job? Like, you can't just leave for two weeks and not tell your boss what's going Andy on. Andy did. Andy did it. Yeah. Okay. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Andy yeah, was all right. Okay, is. we're big look office fans. <laughs> First office mention on the board of, like, do 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 We will have a big office We'll get a soundboard. Episode at some point. But oh, man. Top five office episodes sometime at the end oh. of a podcast. Definitely. Dinner party, 100%. baby. 100%. Gossip. But, yeah, Charles Berkeley's point was exactly what I think. Like That makes sense. You're a grown man. Like, Definitely. even if there's something seriously wrong that's going on in your personal life, you got to at least tell your coach or your teammates. or You got to tell, like, that's your family outside of your family. You're yeah. with them every day. Just let them know what's going on. You don't have to tell anyone else. Just let them know so they can understand. Yeah. So, like, I think that's the biggest thing for me is, like, as long as he's kind of doing that, then that's reasonable. Um, but if there isn't anything really going on that's wrong, like, why are you doing this? Like, what's your problem? And, yeah. I think, I don't know. One thing I, I actually talked to my dad about is that, like, Anybody who's like you can say what you want about Kyrie, but I think if you look at the skills of basketball players over the years, I mean, honestly, like the highest skill guys 
that have ever touched the NBA, Kyrie is on the list. Like, a, like a, if you look at the great point guards, you know, there's things that they do better than Kyrie, obviously. Like, somebody like Stockton, you know, is probably a better passer. Or somebody like Magic is obviously more athletic, and he's probably a better passer as well. You know, somebody like Steph is a slightly better shooter, probably. But at the same time, like, if you talk about ball skills, like Isaiah Thomas, people used to talk about his ball handling, but, like, Isaiah Thomas never did anything like Kyrie. You know, like, like uh, the way that he handles the ball, like, uh, we have a couple guys who've really changed the game. And, I mean, Kyrie, if he's changed the game, it's probably been in a smaller way. But, really, all that tween, tween, behind, all that crazy stuff, like, people didn't used to do that. You know what I mean? Like, or they did it on street ball and people didn't take it seriously. Like, he actually uses it in an efficient way that's effective. And, I, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I think that along with like how how incredibly efficient he is at finishing at the rim. Oh, he's great at finishing. And right. and the thing that I was gonna say that comes along with that is that like if you look at great artists and like people who are super good at stuff, like you know, like anybody famous who's super like a super genius, usually there's something wrong with their personality. You know, and honestly, I think that's what's going on with Kyrie. Like I think the man is literally like he's a basketball genius, but I think he struggles with I think he probably has weird social cues, honestly. Like, how else do you not get along with LeBron James? Like, yeah. I think he has, like, weird social cues. He probably has, like, some sort of, like, separation thing. Like, he never didn't grow up without a mom. He grew up without a mom, you know. Yeah. Like, he probably has some weird separation anxiety or, like, weird something, I think, you know. Who said this? I think Draymond Green said this. Um, is like, you'll never know at all. No, like as a fan no. standpoint, you will never know at all. There could be something seriously like going on with him mentally that's like a problem, or like he maybe like, for example, this definitely probably isn't happening. But for like a crazy example, he could be trying to find his birth mother, like stuff maybe. like that. Like you don't know everything that's going on. You may think you no. do because you're watching it the game and you kind of, and you hear about him every day through media. You think you know everything, but you don't know everything. And I thought that was a very uh, insightful comment from Draymond. Cause like you, you don't. And that's just like, is everyday life. Like with anyone that you know in your life. Right? Fame, fame is a crazy drug. Yeah. Fame is a crazy drug. I don't know. And I, also in that Draymond, I, I don't know if it's the same interview or not, but recently Draymond also said that like there's a bunch of us that watch the game and, you know, think that they know basketball, but he's like, they don't, like he said, people don't know much about basketball, you know, I really. Think, yeah. I think Which was... I agree. I agree. I get what he's saying. I think mostly he's trying to not necessarily toot his own horn in a bad way, but he's definitely trying to toot his own horn because he's not somebody that you look at his stats and you're like, damn, yeah. you know, but he really impacts the game, you know, yeah. like you don't look at, four six and and 11 and you're like like first team all irreplaceable <laughs> but you know his impact on like you watch the warriors and the warriors look bad in their first game man i don't even remember who they played but they got destroyed and draymond didn't play and like steph does what he can but like when draymond's on the floor like steph really thrives with being off ball and when draymond's on the floor like he can facilitate on offense and he facilitates on defense really like he anchors their defense. It's it's nice to watch. I'm not gonna lie. I, I really I'm rooting for the Warriors. I'm sad there's no clay because when we're when we get to our predictions, they would have been in the finals for me if they had had clay, even over the Lakers. I'm sorry. I would have picked them. It's dangerous. I would have picked them, but 
you know, without without Warriors, I don't want to spoil my predictions, but I, I'm probably going to lean to the Lakers. We'll see. I'll, I'll write it down in a sec, but, you know. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I do want to see – I want us to talk about some early predictors. I want us to see what our rookie of the year is, our sixth yeah. man, our MIP, Depoy. You want to start with awards or playoff teams? What do you want to start with? Um, let's do let's do awards. Okay. Let's kind of bang them out pretty quickly. Cause say one out. We'll both say it. We'll both say who we got. Um, off the top. Off the top. Off the dome. Off the dome. Off the uh, off the. I don't know. I was gonna this, try to think of a famous dome. And the, and these <laughs> and obviously these predictions are just kind of based on what we've seen right now. Yeah. So let's do let's do most improved player. I oh think, dang! I think you got to do Christian Wood. The Canadian in me wants to say uh, Chris freaking Chris Boucher. Boucher you know, wait, yeah. let me think. Christian I, Wood makes sense. I got it does Christian make sense. Wood. It's hard to go against that. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, what we got? What we got? Dang! Is there another one? Because uh, I think Keldon Johnson's having a pretty good year, actually. Yeah. Yep. Good year, 15 points a game. He was on my fantasy team for a while. Yep. Uh, for me, man, it's just like Christian Wood. I don't even know other than Christian Wood, like, who's improved more. We can come back to it. Like, I, I, I can't think of one right now that has improved more than Christian Wood. I'm glad you said that because I, I can't think of one more that's improved more. It's just Brogdon's like, been nice this year. He, he was nice last year, but yeah, he, he's know, been man. nice. Miles like, Turner's been nice. Yeah, DeMontis Sabonis is playing it very well as well. Oh, they could give it to uh, – oh, yeah, Sabonis. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Levine's been nice. Okay, that – you know I've been on the Levine show. Yeah, I know, I know. I yeah, just you, you and my buddy Owen been hyping him for a long yeah. time, my buddy. Shout out, Owen. Shout out, Owen. Yeah. Shout out, Owen. Uh, uh, yeah. But, okay, so that's the most improved. Let's go okay. second man. I got Chris Boucher right now. Wow, Chris Boucher. I was going to say, um, oh, my gosh. Schroeder doesn't come off the bench, bro. <laughs> he starts for the Lakers now. Uh, off the bench. Oh, my gosh. I shouldn't have done that well, off the dome. I shouldn't have done six-man off the dome. I think, I'm trying to think now. Well, depending on if Lamelo stays off the bench. Not Lou Williams. It might be Lamelo. That would be crazy. Imagine rookie of the year and six man. He'll he'll most likely get six man of the year. In my opinion. Okay, after I might have more ideas after we go through the playoff team. I'm trying to think. Like those are some good options for six man. (sighs) Patty Mills has been nice off the Spurs bench. I won't lie. That's like I I don't think he would ever get six man, but you know he he's playing nice. I'm trying to think of anyone. It's been like super effective. The Celtics? Who who who's coming off the bench for the Celtics? Pritchard. I was gonna my say goodness. Pritchard. He's represented for white boys everywhere. He's playing <laughs> amazing. Oh my goodness. I can't yeah. believe it. I didn't think he would be good. He's not tall. He's not athletic. He doesn't look like he can play. He has a buzz cut, but he's good. You know, I don't I don't know, man. Like he's good. It gives I me hope. That's true. <laughs> you should just go to the buzz cut right now. Yeah, it maybe. works for white boys, you know? Yeah, I guess. No, nah, um, I'm just kidding. So, okay, so six, man, you can't think of anything for six. I man. really can't. I, honestly, like, I'm going to have to pull up. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull okay. up. Let me pull up all the NBA teams. This is, like, very elementary. 
Yeah, but let me pull up every NBA team. I'm cheating because I, I just got to think. I'm going to go through every team it's here. Uh, Celtics. Experts. Ugh, listen, if they want experts, <laughs> they want experts. Listen, Don't we're listen experts, just Don't not in the way that you would expect. Man, uh, what we got? Kings, Suns, Lakers, Clippers, Thunder. Yo, can we talk about the Thunder for a second? Oh, my goodness. They're winning games. The Thunder are winning games. Shai Gilgis is great. He might get he might get most improved. Yeah, he definitely he might. Man, he had 31 against Durant the other day. Also, they won. Alexander Walker, 37. Okay, 37. That was that was nice. Yeah, that was that was nice. Yeah, I won't lie. That was nice. Uh, I'm looking at the teams, and I'm going to keep this up for when we do our little playoffs in a minute, (laughs) but. I'm going to park it for now because I don't really know. Honestly, I don't – man, another player that comes to mind for most improved is Larry Nance. He's been weird. Is he? They they go um, they go small lineup. They were talking about it with Cleveland. They had COVID guys and injuries, yeah. and they traded a bunch of guys, right, in that Harden deal. So they were down players, and they were joking around, and they were like, we're going with a small lineup. We're going to put Larry Nance at the two, maybe the one. Yeah, small lineup. And, bro, the other day he went eight for eight. Four threes. Yeah. He's killing it this year. That's, I'll look that's, up his stats. He's killing it this year. That's it, Honestly, I think the Cavs are not that bad. They're not good, but they're not that bad. Like, Drummond's really good. <laughs> Darius Garland's good. Colin Sexton's really good. The East is very weird. Have you Kevin seen Kevin Love's good. Standings? Well, let's just look them the, up. The, I think the best record is eight and four, and then the rest are like – 500s <laughs> it's insane all right let's see let's see let's see so first place we got the celtics at eight and three then we got the bucks at nine and four yeah uh the pacers at eight and four the sixers at nine and five sixers have been good i think um you got the nets at eight and six the magic <laughs> below 500 at six and seven the Cavs at in seventh place at six and seven the hornets in eighth place six and eight yep. the hawks okay Pour one up for the Hawks. I, yeah, Bogdanovich I gets hurt. Gallinari gets hurt. Rondo gets hurt. I just – I feel bad because last year they had a decent record without John Collins, but he missed 30 games. And they ended up with a terrible record. Like, they had a decent record when he played. But, anyways, Knicks are 5-8. and eight, They're 10th. The Heat are 11th in the East with 4-7. and seven. And the Raptors are 12th, 4-8. Bulls are 4-8. and eight. Wizards are 3-8. and eight. And the Pistons – the sorry, sorry Pistons are three and nine. Yeah, I'm surprised they have three wins. I'm not gonna lie. Pick was a poor choice. <laughs> Killian Hayes, baby. Killian You're Hayes. Really we might as well do the West. Might as well do the rest uh, real the quick. West so. is, the West isn't bad either. Yeah. So Lakers eleven and three are first in the West. Clippers nine and four. That Jazz eight and four. That is a team that I love to hate. That is my team that I choose to love to hate. I don't know. I don't get it, but Suns, seven and four, fourth in the East. I had an argument with a buddy about the Suns, and I told him they were good. But anyways, Trailblazers, eight and five. Mavericks, six and five. Spurs, seven and six. They have good young players. Nuggets are six and six. I don't think that'll continue. The Grizzlies are six and six. I don't know how they're holding it together, man, without John Moran. I don't know how they're doing it. Thunder are six and six. Tonight. Warriors are six and six. Who they beat? I don't know if they won, but I know he came back tonight. 
Okay, I'll ask you to check. Uh, Kings are five and eight. Pelicans are four and seven. Rockets are four and seven. Timberwolves are three and eight. Ah, I hope after the Timberwolves too. Wild NBA. Um, and I still don't know who I'm gonna say for six man, but yeah, that's all right. Um, we'll have to come back. What do you got for defensive player of the year? Do you even do you have an option or a choice? I don't know if I really. Have I don't know. One. Didn't Giannis get it last year? I feel like they might just default to giving it to like uh, Anthony Gobert. Davis this year. They might give it to Gobert. I don't know. It's always defensive like player of the year is a tough one. Players, it's like there's yeah, unless like there's I don't I don't know like difference with someone coming in, but it's always Dwight Howard on Philly this year. Yeah, <laughs> stupid like man. That. Danny Green had twenty nine points, ten rebounds, five assists the other night. Like what? Yeah. It was after that. It was after that fan was talking trash to him. <laughs> oh just, my gosh! Just turned him on to a different. If level. only he could just tune into every page on Instagram and hear how much trash <laughs> everyone talks about him every time he tries to shoot. Dude. Yeah, defensive. I don't even know, man. Like, it's tough. I hate to take the easy way out and say Davis. <gasps> I'd like to get – I'd like Drummond to get recognized for something this year. I don't think he's going to get Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think he's going to get any awards necessarily, but he probably should be an all-star. I mean, he had 33 and 23 the other day. Like, that was crazy. He's, he's been an all-star before, though, eh? Yeah, he's been an all-star a few times, I believe. I think. A couple times in the East. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything for Depoy right now. Depoy's a tough one, like you said. We um, might even have to revisit these in a few weeks. Oh, definitely. Because I don't um, even know. These are just way too early predictions. Essentially. Way too early. Um, Deep so, boy, Alex Caruso, baby. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, let's just go to the main one. Let's go. What do you think? Who do you think will be MVP this year? This is tough. Cause it is tough. Options. It is tough. Listen, my heart wants a couple things. My mind predicts a couple things. You know. <laughs> and then there's the truth. And then there's the truth. So... <laughs> And the truth is not that much different from what my heart wants. And I really think Luka Doncic is going to yeah. win it this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to win it. I would love to see Steph win a third MVP. Don't think it's going to happen because I don't think the record's going to be good enough. You know, and I don't think they're going to be boring and not boring. This is disrespectful, but, you know, I, I was kind of mad LeBron didn't get MVP last year because I'm like, that was his last chance to get one. Probably I, he's playing really well this season, not scoring as much quite yeah. yet. Yeah. I mean, I say that, but he's probably still averaging 25. Oh, yeah. And he's shooting 40% from three this year. He's doing so, incredibly well. He's getting crazy assists. So, I don't know. I, he has I mean, the highest odds right now to win a big Yeah. Must but Doncic, I mean, Dallas, I think the record will be better than last year. You know, they gave up Seth Curry. Uh, but they got Josh Richardson, who is obviously a better player, not as good of a shooter, better defensive player. James Johnson. He's a gritty player. Porzingis is back. Hey, like, like playing this well without your second best player. I mean, hey, I mean, the record doesn't show it yet, but I think, I think the NBA is having a slow start with people getting above 500. <laughs> it's a slog to get above 500 it's at a this weird point. Season two, so. It's random. Yeah. It's but, random. Uh, so for, for me, I think Doncic will get it as well. I wouldn't mind seeing LeBron getting it though. And I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I also see Durant being in that mix. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe. He his stats are really good. Yeah. His stats are incredible this year. Constantly consistent and efficient. 
I find he's quiet this year. Yeah. I think he's quiet. Like yeah. I, I think people aren't talking as much as they could. Like he's Lamelo's a, getting more hype this year than yeah. Durant. Yeah, for that's, <laughs> that's just like, the internet for you. Durant Durant has had nine games in a row now, twenty five plus points. Like, and it's easy for him. Yeah, like, and they're not just forty two tonight. They're like thirty to forty every night. It's crazy. Yeah, man, I I love his friggin' like. His step back off one leg. Oh my goodness! Give him that little. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I think yeah. Okay, so we gotta we kind of gotta keep it moving. I think we should talk about who we got in the finals and what do you think will happen in that finals. Finals. Man, it's tough. I mean, the playoffs are gonna be tough to make for the West. Like. There's going to be a lot of people that don't make it that we think might, you know, I think I honestly, I know Utah is higher in the standings right now. I got a prediction going in that I think they're going to drop big time. I know that's bold. That's bold prediction with the records of the teams. And I do think, I I think the Pelicans are going to make it. I've changed my mind on that. I think the Pelicans are going to make it probably eighth though. Yeah. But if we're if we're talking if we're talking finals, I think the conference finals in the East is going to end up being man, that's tough. Because I mean, it, <laughs> it's it's Philly, Boston, Miami, Brooklyn. I like Indiana. They're probably the odd man out there, definitely with Karis Levert's injury. Mm-hmm. Toronto, I do think will make the playoffs, uh, but. I can't see them competing with those guys in a seven-game series. No. I like Milwaukee having Drew Holiday and DJ Augustine, honestly. I like those additions. Uh, Middleton's playing great. I don't know. I I think Miami – I don't know, man. I, I, I'm i going to say I, I like what Philly's doing this year. I like Boston. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I think I think we're gonna see. I, I hate praying on this man's downfall, but I think Milwaukee is gonna lose to either Miami or Boston again. And I think we're gonna see a Boston and, and Philly's the other one that I would. I feel more confident in Philly than I don't know. They're in the middle, but all that to say, my conference finals is uh, Boston and Brooklyn. That's who I got. I think it's going to be Boston and Brooklyn just in terms of what players they have. Because I think Jalen Brown and Tatum are quite good. That's my pick. I I think they're going to make it, and then it's going to be them in Brooklyn. And I think it could go either way because I think if they collapse, I think Boston can maybe make it. I'll be honest. I don't love Boston's offense. I didn't love it last year watching them in in the playoffs. I found them a little boring. I found their offense a little boring. When Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum get going, it's nice, but it's a lot of one-on-one. And I'm, like, surprised by that for Brad Stevens being, like, such a heralded coach, you know. I'm surprised by that, to be honest. Because, like, the Raptors, like, their offense was nice. But when it faltered, it faltered because they didn't have great one-on-one players. It didn't It didn't falter because they weren't running an offense. You know, the Celtics, it faltered when they didn't run an offense. Like, they have good on one-on-one players. But all that to say – I'm gonna I'm gonna go bold. I'm probably gonna say I'm probably gonna say it's gonna be Brooklyn in the final. I, I can't pick against them. Honest, I I can't see them like the, the other teams are good, but I can't see it against them. Yeah. Do you want to say your East before I send my West? I've said a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, say your I'll East be, first. I'll be quick to the point. Um, 
<laughs> I'm not very quick to the point. That's all right. We'll work on that. That's what a podcast is for, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I got Nets conference finals. Um, yeah. I'm back and forth between Boston and the Sixers. I really? Think- no Miami no. or Milwaukee? No Miami. Not not. Uh, I love Duncan Robinson though. Oh, I like Miami. I'm shocked that they have the record that they have right now, but that's besides the point. I'm telling you, Jay Crowder. Yeah. Um, that was a bad loss. Um, bad loss. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. too. I'm going to – I'm going to say Nets and Sixers. I like the Sixers. Um, I like what they've done with they, their team. They've had – they've picked up some good players. Um, yeah. Well, right now. Um, like it, it is early, so a lot of things can happen. But I personally think that Embiid's kind of in a better spot. He's playing very consistently. He is playing well. Uh, and like I Tyrese Maxey, Tyrese Maxey came out of nowhere, which is uh, lovely because I like him. Shake Melton, Shake Melton, I I like him too. Um, but I just think that Embiid's like he's he's probably got the shafted the most. In the East yeah. in the past few years, like he's had some brutal loss. At the buzzer. <laughs> so I think he's serious and he's he's just not messing around. And I think the key piece he added is very helpful. Um, so I think Nets Sixers and the Nets go to the finals. That's my East, I believe. And okay. I think the Nets okay. will win in six. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Do you want to do West first? You want me to do I'll, West first? I'll do West first. I'll do West okay, first. you started off with the West. Go okay. ahead. Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't think it's that difficult, to be honest, even though there's a lot of good teams. Yeah. Um, Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals, and I think who would meet them is it's tough. Like, I want to say Clippers, but they're so weird. They're so I don't know what to think. I really don't know what to think. And then they fired their coach. I really don't know what to think. So, I don't – It's home, though. It's hard to pick the Clippers. Um, Man. Uh, You got – you got – I like Suns. You got the Nugget. I love the Suns. I I would love to see them go far. I mean, I just think like, well, list off the playoff teams. Like you got, you got the Clippers. You got uh, the Nuggets. The Nuggets are dangerous. You got Portland. Portland could make a move this year with Covington. A lot too. Could be Covington in Portland. Oh, MVP. We didn't even talk about Lillard. I think Lillard could get MVP this year. That's very possible. If they have a better record this year. I'm a big advocate for Damian Lillard. Record has held him back in MVP. He's had great stats. Record has held him back. CJ McCollum's been great, too. Yep. Uh, who else has a chance? I mean, Dallas, maybe. I mean, that, that's an outside shot, obviously. But they pushed the Clippers to the limit. And if Porzingis had a played the whole time. They just need a few more pieces. I'm hoping that trade deadline treats them well. Yeah. I'm hoping that. I, I don't know who they could get, but. But, yeah. So, I think. I th- Get Andre Drummond, please. On Dallas? Come on. I think. Make Lakers, it happen. I think Lakers and Clippers. I think so. Okay. Okay. I just, I can't see any other team right now. I can see Suns. 
but I just don't think Suns have enough. And not yet. Hard to say because they can play very, very well, or they can play very bad. It's, yeah, they love to blow leads. Yeah. So I so don't, weird. That's what I think right now. And obviously, I pick Lakers to go to the finals, and Lakers in the finals. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's as we were talking about it. You know, I was thinking about saying the Nuggets because I am a believer in their young talent. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be bold here, and I, I don't want to wish this on anybody. I think somebody gets injured on the Nuggets, or Jamal Murray doesn't play well because man, he's the weirdest regular season player. Like I look up the stats, and he's got like nine points and four assists. I'm like. What he happened? went on a 50 ball streak. I don't understand yeah. how you can do that. Like, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would take it, you know, if I was in the NBA and that was my curse, you know, okay, fine. I'll, I'll I guess I'll accept it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. All that to say Portland and the Lakers, I'm going to say Portland and Lake this is bold. Cause I've wanted them to get here for a while. Yeah. They've got far before, but just to get stomped by the Warriors, I feel bad for them. Last year in the in the lake, I went real bold last year. I thought they were going to beat the Lakers in the first round. I, w- I was a little bit of a prisoner of the moment there. But to be fair, Lillard was dropping 60 and stuff. So, But I'm going to say with Portland, I think the difference this year is defense. Their defense is good. It's yeah. never been good before. Covington was a it, big ad. Covington and Harkless, or, uh, Harkless, or wait a minute, Harkless is on the heat, sorry. Uh, who's the other guy? Derek Jones Jr., they got him. That's kind of underrated. He's not bad. Yep. Uh, and I think the other thing is that by the playoffs, I think they're going to have Zach Collins back. Team Nova Scotia, baby. <laughs> he looks like a Team Nova Scotia player. He does. But anyways, <laughs> I, I honestly, I think they're dangerous. Like, I, I think CJ and Dame, this is the time for them to do it. Really good players. Melo's playing really well in his bench role or his yep. kind of starter. Oh, Trevor Reza. Oh, they have Trevor yeah. Reza? Yeah, yeah, their defense is better, honestly. And Gary Trent, I think, is just growing. And if if Rodney Hood plays, that's a forgotten player. If Rodney Hood plays well, I think it's going to be them and the Lakers. I do think the Lakers are going to the finals. Yeah. I don't want to be boring, but I, I think we both have Brooklyn Lakers. Yeah. We may have a different winner. Probably not, though. Uh, as it stands right now, uh, spoiler alert, I'm just going to say it. I think the Lakers are going to win again. I think this is going to be LeBron's last championship of his career. I think it's going to be beautiful. I think it's going to be nice. Uh, Lakers just have an incredible team. I think LeBron's going to get five championships and go down as the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. I don't think he's going to get six, but I don't think he needs to. To be honest. There's a chance he gets six. Davis Uh, is young. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. You got Lakers? I you got Lakers, don't you? I've you had, got Lakers. I, I knew I, you had Lakers. Yeah, I call it Lakers since like before the season started, especially yeah. when they added Harrell and uh, Marcus. I mean, Saul. that's what they didn't have last year. Shooter. They didn't have a good guard last year at My all. Goodness, they won the championship without a good guard. Their additions were incredible. like if you don't count LeBron, obviously. Yeah, but they like won the championship depth. without a good guard. Danny Green, not a good guard. Come on, he's okay. Caldwell Pope. Caruso. Pope is playing better, I think. I think he got over the mental hurdle a little yeah, bit. He's, he's been criticized a lot. Oh, that is their weakness. I'll be honest. If they have a weakness, it's three-point shooting. Yep. Although Gasar, Gasol can shoot it, RIP to the Raptors. Gasol can shoot it decently, yeah. you know. 
But uh, if they do have a weakness, that's it. That's their weakness, I think. They're huge, again. I mean, maybe you can get in Montrose Harrell's head. I mean, I think LeBron probably handles that pretty well on his teams. But Yeah. Okay. Um, I like that. Well, it sounds like we're on the same page. So I think we should head to our last little bit here where we talked about a little, a little more fun. Yeah, we talked about our top five favorite players this year. Um, literally has nothing to do this with – This is a pen, folks. Literally has nothing to do with the best players in the league. Um, just like players you love to watch, want to see succeed, and just enjoy watching. And we'll end it off with that. Um, yeah, and then we'll kind of wrap All right, up. all right. I like, let's see what you got for top five players, Mr. Mitchell. I'm just writing. I'm writing like furious madman here. I'm going to start with five and I'm going to count backwards. Yeah, I'm going to start with I, five I and count backwards. actual order or are we just doing like five? I'm trying to do it in order. I'm trying to. It might take a few seconds here. It might take a few seconds. I might have to, I might have to think for a minute. Uh, uh, while Mitch is writing these down, um, I just want to say that uh, we hope that people will actually enjoy this podcast. Um, like I said, we're doing this for fun um, just because we love to talk about the stuff and we're thinking why not to put it out there. Um, yeah. and also, if you are listening just with audio, just listening to normal podcasts on Google Podcasts, Apple, uh, et cetera, we are posting videos on YouTube. We will be having a YouTube channel as well. Um, so if you ever want to see the actual video of us talking, um, we'll be putting it up on there. Um, and obviously we'll get you the links and we'll tell you, um, kind of where all of our social stuff are. If you want to follow us as well, we'll have an Instagram, um, alongside with all that. But yeah, we just kind of thought about making it, um, definitely want to entertain you guys and kind of give you some uh food for thought as well um in our own mind maybe there'll be a serious topic someday maybe there definitely will be there definitely and there will be there will be and that'll be that'll be the good stuff but yeah um if you guys are listening we appreciate you guys listening and kind of following um as this is our first podcast we're pretty excited start of an era yeah this is new for us so thank you for listening what do you got for us mitch all right number five Got any guesses? No, I'm just kidding. It'll be ridiculous to guess. Brandon Ingram, number five. And it's not just because of a jump shot on 2K. I man, I don't know if it's just watching him torch the Raptors, but that man is so okay, smooth. I'm so that? excited to watch him this year. I, I love watching him. I, I can't believe I like watching him the most on the Pelicans. Like I love watching Zion. Zion's weird. That's gonna be a topic we should talk about. He's playing well, but not like he's not like going to this to the yeah. sky level like I thought he would. Not yet. But that's understandable. He's not really out of his rookie year, let's be honest. No. But um, he only played 30 games last year. But Brandon Ingram, just that jumper, so smooth, so smooth. Uh, number four, Fred Van Vliet. Oh, wow. I love watching that guy. I wow. love watching Fred Van Vliet. I can't, I can't lie to you. I, I love watching Fred Van Vliet. Definitely my favorite player on the Raptors. I like me some Lowry, too. Chris Boucher, some awkward goodness, I guess. But uh, it's all about Fred Van Vliet, let's be honest. It's all about yep. Fred. That well-groomed beard, that nice haircut, those tats, his own shoes, you know, that smooth. Anyways, number three, Luka Doncic. Love Luka Doncic. If I could play like any player other than my number one, 
it would be Luka Doncic. Okay. And maybe even just Luka Doncic would be the number one I would want to play like. I try sometimes, but you know. <laughs> Anyways, number two, Steph Curry. Yeah, of course. His his third quarter flurries, come on. I, I, there's nobody that's more fun to watch. There's literally nobody more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's amazing. Love the guy. Number one. Devin Booker. Wow, what is man? I love pull up jumpers, man. I love pull up jumpers, man. I love side steps. I love it. Honestly, I should start watching Bradley Beal because they're not that different. They are different, but like honestly, like they're not that different. You know, like those side steps. Mm, a little bit of, mm, you know, a little bit of. Hey, hit him. Oh, hit him with it. Uh, I know. I hit it with the. Uh, the, the uh, I can't do that. Uh, listen, Devin Booker. Yeah, I love Devin Booker. And especially playing with Chris Paul this year. So that's my number five. Five, four, three, two, one. Brandon Ingram, Fred Van Vliet, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, Devin Booker. What you got? Y'all ready for this? Your five favorite? Man, I'm so scared right now. I'm sorry. Before you start, I'm so scared. My laptop is muted. I'm so scared it's not going to record audio. Like, I've been anxious about that for the last five minutes. Oh, yeah. That's... If that happens, probably gonna just jump out the window. <laughs> I know I'm on the first floor of my apartment, but I'll probably still do it. It's cold out there, so go ahead. So my top five. I don't know if I have an order because I can't think of the order right away, but definitely Zach Levine. Love, love, ooh, love. ooh, Zach Levine. Been loving him for years. He's um, nice to watch. I'm glad people are starting to talk about him now. Um, John Morant. Oh, I have a, I have a soft, oh, too soon. I have a soft spot for smaller guards, as Aya was one. All right. Um, I love to see unselfish guards. Oh, it's yeah. So much fun to watch. The anti-Westbrook is John Morant. Yeah, He's literally so- Westbrook. But from a parallel reality where everything good happens. Yeah. Sorry, that's wrong. That's so bad. Westbrook, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Bro. <laughs> sorry to the Westbrook I love you. Lovers out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I absolutely love John Morant. When I watched him in college, I just fell in love with the play style. Oh, it was so fun to watch. So I'm glad he's doing well. Glad he's back from that injury. Um, three. Uh, I gotta say Zion. Um, really like him. That is a very stereotypical and basic answer. However, uh, just the way he plays astounds me and how he can't be stopped astounds me in some ways. He can't yeah. be stopped, obviously, but he averages 18 points in the paint most in the league, like, and people still can't stop him. It's just crazy it's to me. His, his only touch scores at the basket. It's crazy, and usually people can stop a one-dive, a one-dimensional player in quotes. Y'all just- yeah yeah um so him and i got two more hmm, that's tough i didn't think i'd have an issue well you didn't say steph yet why do you think i was going to oh uh, you sounded like it when i went through my top five come on now <laughs> uh man i'm a big michael porter jr fan okay i am and okay. i want to see him play consistently well so bad because I know he's he's so good, but he just like has a lot of mental and like basketball IQ things he needs to work on. And I think he can be a very very good player. Um, yeah, I like him a lot. I personally am a big fan of him. I got a lot of young players in my favorites. Um, 
but I think in my last one, I think I got to say Steph. I All right. Thank you. I thank you. Thank you. I think I have to. I, I respect just, it. I respect just, it. Like as a person and just, just watching him play is so much fun. And I think, yeah, I, I just enjoy the way he plays the game, the way he, like his attitude is on the court. Like you just want to play with someone like him. And I just, oh, yeah. I admire watching him and stuff like that. I love him. And yeah, I would say those are my five. Um, those are just like my favorite. I also don't. Oh, and De'Aaron Fox, honorable mention. Oh, oh. I would nice. if I would have to switch, I would probably switch him out instead of Michael Porter Jr. If I had to okay. switch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I respect that. I love De'Aaron Fox. He was kind of like started like I like I'll never like anyone so dominantly than anyone else like I did Kobe. Yeah. Um but De'Aaron Fox is like one of the first people that came into the league, like that I watched in college. That I was like, I like him so much more than a lot of people. Yeah, he's good. He's and very I, good. I Lefty. Him, yeah, love him. So if I were to switch, I'd probably switch him and Michael Porter Jr. Out. Um, yeah. So I that I actually yeah I'll probably do that. That'd be my five. But Michael Porter Jr. would basically be in there as well. Yeah, that's um, fair. But yeah, that's my top five favorite players i love i support a lot i'm excited it's a good season so it's a good season gotta keep i gotta support the boys that's right actually i don't have a steph jersey i I got a steph right in there i like my steph i like that yellow city jersey i always play with that one on 2k yeah it's all about the yellow city jersey the black city jersey is nice i don't know if it says city on it but it's black i like that one too (laughs) yeah (sighs) well what else do we say to the viewers, man? Like the inaugural podcast. I don't know what else to say, you know? I don't know. To the I viewers, just, to the listeners, to the, the, to the view to listeners, the, to the mob. To the mob. We're calling you the mob. Sorry. You don't get to choose. <laughs> it's a good You don't mob. choose your nickname. It's not like it's the mob, mob you see on the media. You know? We don't beat people up. Yeah. No. We just they always people. portray the mob as such a bad thing. It's really yeah, just like, a bunch of podcast listeners. Why can't man. it be a good thing? Like <laughs> It can. Yeah. What's stopping it? Hey, let's make it a thing. Um, yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up. But yeah, I just want to thank everyone, thank everyone who's kind of come here to listen um, and kind of support us. Uh, like I said, we're going to put these on Google, Apple Podcasts, uh, possibly Stitcher if we can. Uh, we're gonna be putting, I don't even know what that is, but all right. We're going to be putting <laughs> putting the video uh, up on our YouTube channel, which will be Mind Our Business uh, or Mind Our Business Podcast. We'll figure that out when the time comes. Um, definitely, definitely support us and follow us on there. Subscribe to the channel there um, and hit the notification bell just in case you get notification when we pop one up. We're trying to do one once a week. Um and we'll be definitely be talking more about sports, uh, movies, games, and actually a lot of music too. We didn't touch on any music this podcast, but that's common. We are avid music listeners. Um, and so we'll good music too. That. Yeah, good, good, tasteful music. And I'm not talking Kanye's label. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yep. But again, we will just, be talking Kanye's label. Yeah. Again, I just want to thank you guys for coming in, um, and we will definitely 
catch you on the next podcast. Catch you on Flippity Flip. Peace, guys. Deuces. And we're live. <laughs>